0: This podcast is brought to you by 411 Fightwear, an e-commerce platform that's redefining the local fightwear industry. You can check them out at 411fightwear.com and also on Instagram at 411fightwear. That's 411 Fightwear.
1: Okay, cool. What's up, everybody? Back with Leverage Radio. Today, we are joined by Gautam Raj Anand. He's the founder and CEO of Hubhopper, the platform most of you are listening to this on. He has a fascinating story, and we are going to get into it today. Gautam, welcome to Leverage Radio. How are you, man?
2: I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me. Is this like the first podcast you've been on? No, no. This is about, this is the fourth or fifth podcast I've been on. Uh,
0: I mean, Mansha, your wife runs a very successful podcast, by the way. More did you know that?
2: I did not. Yeah. I'm, she never invited me on her podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: <I wouldn't> know. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's doing really well, man. Heart on my sleeve is what it's called, right? Oh, I
1: have heard of it. Of course, I've have? Have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is on Hubhopper. It's on one of their yeah yeah. Features. Obviously,
2: I wonder why it's featured. <laughs> featured I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she goes in from the moderation tool and makes it featured every time it, it comes off. But so there's a way that you can bypass the system. Um, I shouldn't necessarily be saying that, but but yeah, Shit. we can. Yeah, uh, so, we don't just, cut this just, out. Do not cut this just out. Just so you know, we
1: can edit whatever you don't want. <laughs> so,
0: no <laughs> worries. Yeah, he knows, man.
1: Um, and besides like I've tried using a bunch of different audio editing tools and stuff like that to get this podcast up and your control board, uh, the software you guys have is really, really good. Like it's so intuitive and so easy to clip, edit, merge, um, put together different production stuff. And I've never done this, never had a background in it and it is super simple. So I definitely recommend if somebody is thinking of starting a podcast, like go to Hubhopper. Like this is not even a plug or anything and not just that you're on, but we picked Hubhopper for that reason. Like we knew that it works well. And No, and that's actually
0: not the reason. Uh, Gautam made me download the app at least five I post
2: times. Him. I forced him. He deleted it five times. And you was like, okay.
1: He gets, no, goes that, towards that, the download uh, count.
2: <laughs> no,
0: but dude, what made you think of, uh, how did you go about starting this app? And
2: it's very, very successful right now. So how, I mean, how did you so get started on it was, this? It was actually super organic, to be honest. It was never forced. And I, I mean, what's great is Ashwin, even you don't know the story. Um, so it's going to feel completely fresh. Uh, I didn't actually approach this space from an opportunity or this space by looking at, you know, uh, graphs of growth in different countries. I actually, like, fell in love with it from the perspective of a listener. That's actually how I felt, how I started Hub-Oper. Um I was in a very different career trajectory. I was uh, I was a risk analyst at Barclays. Um, so as you can imagine, it's pro- probably the most boring job that one could choose. I didn't know that. I thought I was going to sort of join the job of my dreams. And uh, it was a fucking nightmare. I can abuse on this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, awesome. It's yeah, your absolutely.
0: platform, Morose, whatever you want.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, but um, uh, yeah, so it was a fucking nightmare, to be honest with you. And what I would essentially do at the time, um, was I would try to find like funny shit online to basically bide my time. Now the thing is that most MNCs and Barclays was no exception. Uh, they block most platforms. Yep. Right. So we couldn't use most platforms. Um, so the one platform that I actually could use at the time was Reddit. Um, and Because I mean, in Barclays they, they they hadn't they hadn't sort of blacklisted Reddit. So I would go on Reddit and I would read um, you know hilarious stories on Reddit of or really scary stories on Reddit for hours and hours on Reddit. Like I saw that it's it's one platform that is, you know, intentionally hideous looking because only once you realize that there's, you know, behind that hideous yep. sort of 80s, 80s user experience, it's absolute gold. Yep. Uh, and you've got to respect that to be able to actually be somebody that, that consumes content on Reddit. So that was basically what I would do to... Um, sort of make my days more fun, but after a certain point in time, it be- it began to become quite annoying for the people around me and for my boss and my boss's boss because I was that one weird who sort of kid sitting on Reddit. So I had to take <laughs> contact, and that's how I actually found podcasts. Now, I didn't want to listen to music because it became very repetitive, didn't necessarily think I was getting anything yeah. out of it. I wanted to feel engaged with something. My work was mm-hmm. not fun. So I moved into podcast, but at that time, I sort of followed the stereotypical lane of, you know, I listened to the the podcast and everybody has to lose their podcasting virginity to. So I listened to your sort of your, Joe series. Yeah, yeah, Joe Robin, your series and your know, how I built this and, you know, went through your general tropes, but very, very quickly, I started to fall in love with the medium. I would uh, listen to it. Um, actively in office when I could and when I had to work, I would passively tune out out of it but I would continue to listen to it. Very, very quickly, I stopped trying to follow the sort of um, the general playbook of which podcast you must listen to and I started to spread out and and find podcasts that, you know, I, I was, you know, intensely interested in. Um, I would leave office um, on my drive back home. I would continue listen to podcasts. When I reach back home while cooking dinner, I would continue listen to podcasts. I'm one of those people that doesn't like sleeping in silence. So I sleep with listening to either ASMR or audiobooks along the way. So for me, I was essentially Alice falling down this rabbit's hole um, deeper and deeper. And I realized that, you know, before I knew it, I was consuming about 14 hours of this content a day and I still do to this day. Um, um, the thing that I realized though was that I was actually um, the only thing that was changing was the genre of content through the day Mm -hmm. I was consuming self development content in the morning, news in the morning, I would consume comedy in sort of my uh, hours on my way back home, I would consume a true crime at night um, and then I would listen to an audio book going to sleep or ASMR going to sleep but what was so strange to me was that Despite the fact that I was finding so many um, incredible sort of value propositions in this from the perspective of a user,
0: the you had to look for them,
2: yeah, wherever I searched for it in India, because I wasn't able to find any great Indian podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then whenever I would search for podcasting platforms in India, both for the listener or for the consumer, they just didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh I by this point had realized that I wanted to build something in the space, um, but I, I couldn't do that, you know, sort of with having one leg in sort of the the previous job or ba- on the banking world and one leg here. So I, I took the plunge, I quit and I spent the next year essentially just learning um, and learning about the space, learning about how can a non-techie build a product, uh, learning about how can... You know, sort of somebody that's not necessarily ever hired anybody actually um, head up HR and, 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 you know, sort of hire up a team. I'm not gonna bore you with the sort of specifics of that journey. It was really hilarious and sort of.
0: I mean, I do have questions, but yeah, go ahead. I
2: I mean, as and when you guys have questions. But the more I sort of delved into this space, the more I saw that it was inevitable for audio content to make a very large dent in India, which is about when. Yeah. Uh, You know, very quickly, the two or three variables that struck me most was um, on the one hand, audio content had the ability to, op- to address the opportunity to cost of people's devices, where today 99% of your applications uh, are essentially catering to you an experience only when you have your phone lit up in front of you or your phone is in focus. Mm-hmm. And that's just a five hour window. So 99% of your applications are essentially trying to fight to the same five hour window, whether they are direct competitors or indirect competitors. Sure. Audio content on the other hand got to play with the nine other hours you may have your device with you but you can't necessarily use it and users are getting sort of more uh, um, sort of greedy for content. They were less satiated than they were ever before. So it was just a matter of time that they were progressed and figured out how could they be satiated in the passive hours of their day. Second thing that was super interesting to me was uh, audio content is uh, an exceptional medium for uh, multitasking, so it's a complementary medium rather than a conflicting medium. So even when I'm sure. on screen, I could consume audio content over and above other platforms. So I could be on WhatsApp while consuming audio content. I could be, I don't know, uh, exercising or bloody cycling or getting ready or what, what have you while consuming audio content. And, the, and then the final and most important thing was that uh, um, when you take away the word podcast, which is essentially an amalgamation of the word iPod and broadcast, um, you see that this space is actually not a foreign medium to India at all. It's something that we've grown up consuming. We just never knew to call it by a particular word. Uh, whether that's through what we sort of would consume with Sarthak on 95FM or uh, when people listen to the Grand Sai or when people listen to Hanuman Chalisa, or when you sort of listen to your parents telling you stories or your grandparents telling you stories, generally our, <laughs> our, our culture is a very oral tradition sort of uh, based culture. Uh, it's just that we never knew what to call this entire sort of mesh Space. of yeah, yeah. We didn't know what to call, you know, your slam poetry as well as your shairi, as well as your jashnarekta, as well as, you know, speeches. We didn't know what to call all of that.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Um, the platform or the company that took advantage of this was Apple. Because again, like I said, you took the, you took the word from iPod and broadcast and you you sort of meshed it together and made the word podcast. That's all well and good for the West where there's a large amount of um, uptake and usage of Apple products. So people mm. automatically don't shirk away from it. But the second you take the word podcast and you put it in a country like India, suddenly people will start to Feel very uncomfortable with it. It's it's a country in which people associate Apple products with a particular gentry of society. So right. what immediately happened was that this medium was stripped away from Indians, yeah. um, and you were listening or you were seeing people listening to audio content on a daily basis, but not necessarily evolving to consume it online or stream it online because they wanted to stay away from you know sort of the word podcast. They wanted to stay away from anything that was associated with. In the beginning, I would actually run very stupid tests. I would be in an Uber and somebody would be listening to essentially a podcast. In my definition of a podcast, any non-music audio content that's streamed online is a podcast. Radio. Yeah. It all falls under the same banner.
1: Sure. Mm.
2: Right? Mm. Um, So you'd ask them if they'd ever heard a podcast and they'd say no. And when you try to explain it to them, they'd immediately shut uh, shut, shut down or they'd shut off. Um, listening to a podcast? So there was this weird, um, you know, sort of broken bridge that was, uh, that, I that connected. Were, yeah. No, we didn't. I mean, you're we part of this wonderful story. So yeah, that's essentially why we started Hubhopper. Initially, what we done was we, and Ashwin will remember this, we tried to approach it from the listener side of things. So we started building applications, um, websites, tools, plugins, what have you to make listening as easy as possible. Uh, but very quickly, we saw that um, nothing uh, to listen to there wasn 't much to listen to right. and people only wanted to listen to Indian content. People got very bored with listening to oprah Actually, got- having yeah. you having said that our the listen we get on local
0: guys is way higher than when we have uh, people mm-hmm. from well expats or foreigners on the show the i don 't know what it is, but just the people this the amount of listens that we get on local
2: guys is it's way medium, more. This medium essentially people listen to also because when they're listening to it, they want to feel a sense of companionship. Why you love why people love Joe Rogan or why people even love the Bilbo the Monday morning yeah. podcast. Joe Rogan is very relatable. For sitting the
1: there sitting there listening to them feel like you're part of the conversation yeah. even though you're not like saying anything. Um,
2: also, also these Bilbo guys are hard. very relatable. Yeah. And they're purposefully relatable. I mean, a really interesting uh, fact is the more edited a podcast is, the worse it does. Especially yeah. in India. Because we're looking at ma- like large macro-level data. And I remember telling Ashwin this as well. Because the second you start to make people feel like it's overproduced and it's, it's not relatable anymore, they tend to detach from it very quickly. I agree, yeah. So, I right. Know. That's why I'm not a big proponent of the... Cele- the there's a big move towards the, cele- the, the Hollywoodification or the Bollywood education yeah. of podcasts. I'm not for it at all.
1: No. So I mean, unless they embrace it in a way where that's, it's just like radio or like this. Unless you, they
0: do it by this route. I don't know if you,
1: if you've seen that movie, the Sanju, I guess. Uh, when he goes to jail.
0: I actually walked out of it halfway.
1: So uh, then you would have missed... uh, And I don't walk out
0: of any movies, by the way. Spoiler
1: alert for everybody who has not seen it and is listening to this. But basically he goes to jail and he starts a radio show where he's just talking about his thoughts from inside the jail and that gets broadcast and people start loving it because he's just sitting there talking for hours reading poetry, whatever, stuff like that. And they can connect to that. And that's like a powerful thing they show in the movie. And yeah. to your point, that's why people get like. Is that why you podcasts. wanted to start
0: this podcast? Me? To do poetry? After your marriage, I don't know, you got married, you suddenly want to start a podcast. Oh, you're yeah. married? Are you drawing a comparison between marriage and jail?
1: No, bro. <laughs> oh, I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even think of it that <laughs> <bro>. Shit. To <laughs> so the psychology, you
2: yeah, high school mate. Even
1: Gautham's married, by the way. So,
2: yeah, you guys. So, how did you guys meet? Listen,
1: I'm not married to him. <laughs> 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 just, just saying, just <laughs> partners, but we are. Uh, how? What kind of partners? We mm. business partner. We, we started <laughs> training at Warriors Cove uh, together about seven no, no, eight years bohit.
0: ago. Mohit is my student.
1: Yeah, I'm his student. I, I <laughs> now train with him. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: so Mohit walked into the gym a while back and then uh, he got really this- into it.
2: He got, he got a tattoo of Warrior Scope on his back by the way. Now that, now that we made the joke that we made like like I can't I can't take any of this seriously. Uh, after, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's nothing to take seriously by the way this is a very light-hearted, oh, oh, it's light-hearted stupid uh, podcast. But
0: we still ask also, um, questions.
1: Just to take it even further behind before hub Um background for everybody who nobody knows I guess. You and Ashwin are in school together, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Gotham was one year senior
1: to me in school. Was he an asshole then too? Yeah.
0: Gotham was a creep, firstly. No,
1: Ashwin, I'm asking Gotham, not you.
2: Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, saying I wasn't. Do you yeah, I'm yeah, defending yeah. myself? I'm I mean, fair uh, assessment here. Um, uh, he was. He was quiet. He was a great. He was great at cricket. Um, I remember that very well. So he didn't um,
1: lie about remember, that.
2: Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Like he, he had you know the set of people that he wanted to hang out with, but outside that, he didn't give a fuck about anybody. Um, <laughs> <like that. laughs> so nothing changed. Uh not much. Yeah.
0: Thank God for that.
2: He was not this so fit yeah. though. He was not nearly this fit. He was uh, fucking fat, dude. Yeah, he was, was
1: he was fat till two years ago. I just found some footage from uh, like 2017. No, I was 16. Fuck. No, that was 17. That was 17. That was 17. No uh, so he basically like in one year decided to transform himself, stopped eating <laughs> junk food. So basically like a lot of people don't know this. The only reason Ashwin trains as hard as he does a is to uh win. He's more basically.
2: Eat. First he a is to eat I is can't.
1: to. But the main reason is to eat, like to eat. It's his primary motivation. So
2: he eats a lot. Bro, I love him know much. You know, when so you know goes, yeah.
1: Gautam and I go for movies. Okay, okay.
0: So we have a movie club and Gotham of course, brings his wife along. Um, <laughs> so, what, <man>? That's okay. <laughs> no, so the reason I go for the movie, I, I mean, I watch anything. I go there for yeah, the popcorn yeah. and food, man. I could be asked as to what movie we're watching, but as long as there's
2: food, I'm down.
1: Gautama, you also like this with
2: movies? No, not sorry. with yeah, not with food, but definitely with movies. For me, I'm not I'm not like fussy. That's why I think like I that's why I love going for movies with, with Ashwin because uh, some stories are shitty, some stories are good. That's how stories are. When people are telling you some, so you, I mean, you have to be open to all. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to watch a movie. I'm happy to watch a shitty movie and a good movie. The, the more shitty movies I'm, I watch, the more I like appreciate the good movies. Sure. Um, Ashwin, an easy go to book the movie with because it's, it's literally three messages between us. Uh, is, <laughs> I, I see which movie it is. He says what time. time. I tell him this time and that's it. Or, or, or vice versa. So it's. it's it's quite easy. Yeah. Everybody answers far to
0: with questions. Literally like No, I blank have blank to sell them. people to, on movies. Like <laughs> we, we know Ishan Pal, right, Mohit?
2: Yeah.
0: So we are com Pal's a common friend of ours. I have to I have tricked him into going for movies by saying, Yo, book my show, give me vouchers for this one particular movie at this one particular time and then Paul would come for the movie And I'd pay for both tickets because Only I want because he thinks it's to watch free? a movie. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So uh, you played the man with Pal there. <laughs> Dude, free Pal will be there in a heartbeat. If you told but, him Trax
0: was free, he'll 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 be all for it. <laughs> be, no, honestly, you think I'm joking? But that's what Pal's like, man. I have to no, sell no. people no. on movies, saying, "Oh, I don't think it's that good." Oh, the full movies in the trailer. Oh, every so, one issues. of my
2: stories of Pal, uh, Ashwin. You don't know this is when we were. Uh, so, Pal had, come from my, had sort of come for my bachelor trip. We'd gone to Sri Lanka. Uh, me and a sort of these, uh, all, all of the friends that I'd grown up with um, and, uh, and Pal. And, and I was super happy because I'd basically been hanging out with them a, a lot for the last couple of years. Uh, but, and I also have to give him props for this because it's very hard when there's a group of friends that have been friends for over a decade and you're the one person that's not necessarily part of that group. And he's generally a very gregarious, likable character. Um, I don't know whether I'd be able to do it. So he came down to Sri Lanka, and there was this one hilarious, hilarious uh um uh, morning in which he went and bought eggs because we'd run out of eggs. All right. So he'd bought 13 rupees worth of eggs or 14 rupees worth of eggs. And we got we got this application, uh, which is that split-wise essentially. Um oh and, no. Yeah. But, which is the app that most people use? Uh, oh no, rent. yeah, yeah,
1: that that's what it is, I think, where they split the cost of rent and all. Yeah, and exactly.
2: So he put thirteen rupees for eggs <laughs> on and followers got a notification early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. <laughs> 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 and he never lived that day down ever. Oh my
0: God. What a fucking legend, you dude. Just
1: ruin that guy's reputation. Oh, he owns guys. it. Bro, he
0: owns it. He owns it.
1: Well, they do say a penny saved is a penny earned. So man, he must have a lot of pennies.
0: No, but that's the thing. He spent them on his girlfriend. <laughs> so he's got, okay, not, he's got not many pennies, bro. <laughs> so if he had lots of pennies, I'd have mad respect for it.
1: So, Gautam, um, uh, how many users does uh, Hubhopper currently have?
2: So, uh, so the way to sort of understand this is, and since you guys have created a podcast using uh, Hubhopper Studio is, um, Hubhopper has its own applications where people listen to podcasts and a bunch of different things but Hubbock also distributes your podcast agnostically across platforms right that's generally how I know you guys of course already know this but for the few listeners who absolutely please please um I mean podcasts by nature are agnostic to platform and they're always streamed from the source right so um so, you know, when you make your podcast on Hopper, it goes to your major OTT, like your Spotify and your Google Podcasts and your Acast and what have you. Castbox, etc. Yeah, Castbox. Uh, um, it also goes to OEM that we're integrated with. So your Samsung Carbon Micromax Intex, it goes to platforms like Ola Play, it goes to Paytm, it goes to India Bulls. Your podcast is actually on more platforms than I think you guys are also not, uh, know right now, to be honest with you. Because you, we keep adding them yeah uh yeah and and then and then you sort of get you get your cumulative listenership from all of these different platforms right. so all yeah so so when we're sort of talking about users in the podcast format, you're talking about listenership across the board. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean right now, um Hubber has uh about north of um, five million streams a month, so that's about fifty lakh streams a month. Um, across all of these different avenues, sure. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think it's just a sort of the tip of this iceberg. This this space is only going to get more and more and more interesting. I think we, as a country, haven't yet understood it. We haven't localized it in the way that it needs to be localized, both mm-hmm. on the demand side or the supply side. And there's a lot more that can happen, man. Like mm-hmm. uh, like for example, I think that I think that there's a potential for. Uh, podcasting to disrupt the education space in India, to disrupt the primary industry. Especially
0: now, dude, like with uh, what's happening Yeah. Um, when people don't have access to actual schools. By the way, have, you, have your
2: numbers really shot up recently? Yeah. Both on the creation side as well as on the consume, uh, Cre- creation side. I'd imagine because
1: I was going to ask for, like you just mentioned uh, supply and demand. So you are an econ major, right? Yes uh so from the uh supply side how many current podcasters do you guys have like individual podcasts so like approximately uh, of course i'm not asking
0: for the exact number.
1: give me the exact number
2: uh, <laughs> so it's actually very interesting because it's it's a mix of uh individuals it's a mix of uh, organizations, sure. it's, it's of agencies, gov- government bodies. So today you're looking at platforms like uh, Fever FM, or uh, you're looking at um, uh, Radio Nasha, or you're looking at you know uh, Amar Chitrakatha or Sanskar TV or Aastha. All of these guys use Hubhopper Studio to make mm-hmm. their podcast. Um, you know, so from your celebrities all all the way to um, you know fools like me. Because I have like two, three podcasts, but they're actually completely anonymous. Because I'm very, I'm, I mean, I, I give props to you guys. I'm super sort of uh, self-conscious to get them out there. Uh, but anyway, the purpose of Hubhopper Studio is just because there was such a void on the supply side right? to try to make that void, uh, to try to fill that void in uh, and democratize this as much as possible. And that's, I think, okay. where... So today, um, I think in uh, across... Um, all of HubHopper Studio, you would have, um, you know, I'm, again, I'm not going to say the exact number. Sure, sure. Uh, so, north of um, 7,000 podcasts that are made, made directly on, on HubHopper Studio. Um, and we expect the number to grow exponentially. Because uh, This we, is actually,
0: exclusively on HubHopper.
2: Yeah. That are made directly okay. to HubHopper Studio. Um it's,
1: yeah, it's a mix of organizations. It's a mix of bunch of things. Yeah. Damn, dude, that is uh, super impressive. Now, you mentioned the tip of the iceberg. What have been the trends uh, in the last few years? Because I remember, like you said, w- even I worked in a corporate. I remember 2012. And one of the things I would do as well is you mentioned Reddit was, if you remember, 9gag. Yeah, yeah. Another famous one that corporates didn't block for some reason. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, could yeah, just spend hours scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Days. Um, and listening to podcasts because, you know, like you mentioned, music is too distracting almost. And podcast is a conversation, you get it. So at that mm-hmm. time, India didn't have Even on the world scale, there was hardly any podcast. So in the last few years, what is the trend changing um, that you see happening here in India?
2: Okay, no, that's very interesting. So when we had just started with Hapopper, um, you saw a lot of people coming in and immediately beginning to consume but what had happened was in the beginning people didn't know what the fuck this was and they, mm-hmm. they didn't know what to consume so you'd see intermittent consumption so people were just consuming randomly there was no logic to consumption because mostly people were just trying the content out and they didn't necessarily know what they wanted to consume um, and since there was a shallow set of Indian creators people were essentially bound so you weren't even being able to gauge affinity of category as, mm-hmm. as, as a people um, but over time it was beautiful because when you're looking at this data from a um, eagle's eye, view, you you started to see this like illogical data beginning to take shape, and you started to see like uh, peaks beginning to form, peaks on categories beginning to form, peaks on yeah. hours, day beginning to form, peaks on days or week beginning to form. So like, from completely randomized data, um, patterns were emerging as, as, as people's behavior and consumption increasing, so, you started to see consume across periods in the day. So, you started to see people consuming first early in the morning. Um, so, you'd see religious content being consumed and news based content being consumed. And yeah. then you could see who that audience was. Uh, then, you saw consumption happening in the morning when people were driving to office mm-hmm. um, and commuting. Those, and in those hours, you'd see self-development-based content or, uh, you know, personal growth-based content and people weren't consciously making these decisions. They just are wired to think that they have to start their day being... Uh, you automatically knew people were in commute, people would also start listening for slightly longer uh, during the morning commute hours then you'd see your next peak happening between about six to eight at night uh, in the evening. And you of-
1: commute.
2: commute. But the genre would completely change. It would become sort of, um, leisure. Stand-up related. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like hobby related. Right. In fact. Like, so a lot of people started to consume like science based podcasts at this time. A lot of people consume, I don't know, like um, history podcasts or
1: something that's just generally like, it has nothing to do with your, Work day per se, just for Thank your you. relaxation and entertainment.
2: And then at night, uh, storytelling and uh, dominated. In storytelling, horror did exceptionally well. Um, we've done you you consume
0: of- most of that, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I consume <laughs> most of that. But there's also few really interesting studies to see why. And then along with horror, of course, like horny content does really, really well at night. Mm.
1: Um, and there's a reason for this. Nice. There's a reason for
2: why horror content... Yes, Mohit. Does- yeah,
1: yeah, that, that's me.
2: The, the that not anymore. Happened, have, you <laughs> to, have you listened to have to any uh, um, like naughty podcasts ever?
1: Doubt it. Never get that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, guys. Like, <laughs> Citro podcast is going to just ah. Uh, the in the, the pre-roll itself.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we should, this is the only way we should promote this podcast just the last two sentences um, yeah so
2: I mean as the reason if you actually look at the science behind this you see that when you actually take away one uh, one aid which is like the visual aid immediately people start to feel the content a lot more that's why horror content does so well in audio it's because of the fact that um, and you've seen this with people sort of taking very famous shows like Game of Thrones mm. or, um, you know, war-based scenes and they they take the same war-based scene and they uh, show it to two different control sets of people. In one, there's there's visual aid along with audio aid and in one, there isn't. And then they track their vitals. When there isn't a, a visual sort of accompaniment, uh, your vitals are always higher. So you feel your pulse Quickening f- um, faster, you see your palms sweating more. You see your your adrenaline pumping more. Why is because when there's no visual aid, automatically you become a a creator or you vicariously create along with the content. So your
0: imagination, make-
2: yeah, that's that amazing. is super interesting. Right, yeah. and that's why horror content works so well because um, people generally associate a good like horror movie or a good horror story with it's how just a the sound, they- man. With yeah. how scared they feel, right? Yeah. Um, so like I will I will uh, create a direct correlation between a good horror movie or a bad with how much sort of adrenaline I felt during the movie, itself. sure, agreed, yeah, but and how the, scared I was.
1: And there's always yeah. this thing and with it's movies. scarier
0: when you don't have visuals. No, the sound is what makes yeah, a horror e- exactly. movie exactly like if so. I can mean, only imagine what my imagination would get up to if I had no visuals. So, I mean, I can imagine that it would get really, really
2: focused. Yeah, and the same, same logic holds true with the naughty content. I mean, with porno-based podcasts. That depends. And
0: hmm. Yeah, Sub maybe, yeah. I can
2: imagine the majority, yeah.
1: Sab <laughs> chupo ke soch rahe.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I mean, i tell you, as a, as, a, as, an, as a listener myself, I've never, I, I mean, I love horror movies and I love thriller movies, but I've never been sort of, like, I've never had to shut a movie off. I've never had to stop a movie ever in my life.
0: I walked out of Sanju. That's about it. Uh, which movie? Sanju. Oh, <laughs> that was not a horror. There was but some I, song, and I just I was like, "This is too much. I'm leaving."
1: But I think it's also like when it's visual, like you're watching a scary movie on a screen, a TV, whatever. You know you're watching a movie. You're not. You're still quite vividly aware. That I mean, it's
0: just fiction. you are yeah you're I mean, watching something I mean, that's been evident made. yeah it's evident they're actors. But if yeah. if
1: you're hearing it and it's like going you know yeah almost deeper into no so you your can put yourself thought. in the room better I think yeah yeah there. so, so yeah. your hand, your yeah. thoughts are getting uh, sort of penetrated yeah, more.
2: I think you can distance yourself better when you're watching something.
1: Exactly, For you sure. put yourself
0: in the you can put yourself in the fucking room when you're listening to some stuff. Yeah, so guys, like, you're all like, here. Like our audios. Like everybody. Is, <laughs> I know, that's is what all, I all, all three of them.
1: You are all here. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, your podcast is doing well, man. I sound like such a creep because I feel like I, I'm not looking at you <laughs> <I'm there. laughs>
0: This, okay, is like, this is like bringing uh, Mark Zuckerberg on you know, <laughs> yeah. like Facebook thing, and he's like, "Yeah, dude." So it's like a f- fan mom doing. It's <laughs> like a Facebook
1: event with seventy nine people, and Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> has been. Ajay, please.
2: <laughs> dude, that brings me uh, in two thousand and five when 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 it just when it was still in uh, Harvard itself. Not even in Harvard, I went to Ramja, so I don't want to pack that. <laughs> Dude, Hubbobo uh, initially started, as, started
0: out as something else entirely, right?
2: No, man. That's actually... Was it crazy. always this. Uh, but, the thing that I think we had... Uh, I could never explain Hubbobo, to be honest with you. I just wanted to be taken seriously. Yeah, because I remember downloading it. The first two times I it, I was like, what? what is this? No, I didn't know what it was. It used be, I used to be... Uh, <laughs> User adaptive content platform with a facilitated attribute assessor. I just Bye, was, ye yeah, yeah, bro, bro, nobody, no one nobody's gonna understand that.
1: There's no way. There's no way. There's no good, way. Call, I, good call. Good call on changing the thing.
2: Bro, you know why? I just at the truth was there wasn't a product, and I just I I just wanted to be taken seriously to be honest with you. To myself, <laughs> <laughs> like I remember, and not many people know this, is that I actually um I I mean, the the beauty of when you're just starting out is you have so much, like your balls are so large and you have so mm-hmm. much delusional optimism and you just, mm-hmm. you, you're so like, you, you're you not jaded at all. You I'm
1: haven't sure. been humbled by the world.
2: Not yeah. at all, man. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. man <laughs> no, right. When Facebook would take out a feature, I, I used to think that they were like, they were fucking me. I was that, I was that, I was that sort of away from reality. I actually wrote a mail to Sequoia, all right, Sequoia cap. <laughs> And These and are the people
1: who've invested in Facebook?
2: In everything. Basically. In everything. They, they they probably invest into the Freemasons. I don't know what. what, are, what, are, what are they, they lend it
1: to the Rothschilds.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I wrote a mail to uh, Sequoia saying, are you ready? <laughs> Just, you the them. <laughs> you <threatened. laughs>
1: What's wrong with you guys? Peter Thiel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, and it, it, it was it like, it had all this animation and shit. Like, I remember if I've sent you guys a couple of videos of like what Hapapa was in the beginning, it's the most ambiguous bullshit in the world. And for some reason, they called me in because they were like, man, if somebody's like this, like, uh, if somebody this arrogant, there must yeah. be something behind this. There must be some, like, some. Oh, you got a call back? Stuff. Yeah. So, so I got, so from a cold mail, I got called into. Uh, a meeting with Sequoia, all right. I, and I went into the meeting where I was, what, 23 at the time. And the MD walks in, all right. And he sits with me and I'm literally thinking that I'm going to school this guy, you know, like he's sitting over there. And the thing is, I didn't have a product. All right. I didn't have a product. I'm sitting with the MD of Sequoia. He, he's asking, so what are you, what are you building? So, I'm just telling him about how the world exists in this particular (laughs) But, uh, but I, I, and so he spent a good 40, 45 minutes and like, I was that cocky that even once the meeting ended, um, when I, when like he told, when I sort of got up to leave and he was speechless, I literally walked up and I was like, I crushed it. Like literally in my mind, I was like, dude, this guy doesn't know what to say.
0: He was Um, speechless for the other reasons.
2: Yeah, man. And, but he was nice. At least he, he yeah. didn't he completely rip me apart or shit on it.
0: I mean, I'm sure he respected the fact that you came in and you spoke your mind, dude.
2: Yeah. I not mean, a lot of people do that. Dude, dude in, in fact, you got calm. <laughs> Why I remember this story and not many others is because when you're just starting out, there's so many more naysayers than you would sort of imagine. And you yourself find yourself in positions where you're, you're, you're your own naysayer. You remember moments like this because uh, not to say Haboobs reached anyway right now. There's a long, long, long way to go. But when you think retrospectively, you think about people that were in even strange times, quite uh, supportive. I mean, if I have to look back, and I was sitting in that guy's uh, chair, I would, I would literally call this kid out and I'd say, "What are you talking about?
1: Bad idea.
2: This is nonsense." But he didn't. Not for a second. He, he respectfully listened to me. Was very nice to me. Asked me the right questions. gave me gave me uh, gave me the time uh, allotted time that that he had promised. And mm-hmm. when the meeting ended, he you know nicely told me to be on my way. I'm sure he was abusing under his breath when I was walking out the door. But uh, as far as what uh, I I think uh, he did, I, I respect him for it.
0: no, it's interesting that you mentioned there are a lot of naysayers because. I don't know if you know this, but Mohit and I—we are opening a new gym in Delhi soon. And uh, I, I don't know if you've been keeping up to date with what's happening around us at the moment. This is not the best time to open the gym. So when you mentioned naysayers, dude, we've been getting it also from all ends. And, and it's so the Honestly,
2: it's the worst. But congratulations! <laughs> that's 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 brilliant. I mean, I uh, I think you should do it,
0: to be honest. <laughs> there you go. No, but dude, yeah, it's it's tough, man. And um, I mean, you just have to like, I mean, we've been thinking about it for a while. So like, we're going through with it. Even this podcast, we were thinking about it for the longest time. I think two years went by. We had tried one with yeah. two more people on it.
1: So we just like so once we tried it, and it was the two of us and two of our friends, and we sat and, over each other
0: like I am right, now.
1: like a that b we tried to just sit around a recording device and record it old school, and then uh, do it, and man, the audio just wasn 't good enough, like the audio quality like this with a simple mic, uh, nice headphones and my laptop is mm-hmm. fucking crystal clear so In terms of production, you know, podcasts are pretty uh, low maintenance, low budget thing to do. So I think a lot more people, you know, like if they get a little more competent and coherent with what they want to say and formulate their thoughts, I think that's a big problem too. Like fucking idiots have a voice already too much of it. So I I wish there was more filtering in that sense that, you know, quality content could come through, through the noise. but uh, I, I guess the point is to do the work and then l- let the quality speak for itself uh, because India will always have that, you know. Bheed.
2: Everywhere, everywhere will always have that. I mean, like, sure. You, I mean, in, there are there are a million podcasts in the world today. Hell yeah. uh, what you Only think? one made a hundred million, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: Gautam, yeah. are you paying me a hundred million? exclusively. Man,
2: what? I mean, what is it? What come, come on, Gautam. <laughs>
1: next round of funding put us on the barrel. <laughs> <room. laughs>
2: no, that's that's in my next life's round of funding, to be honest with
1: you. Oh, bad shit. Okay. No, but oh, I think nice.
2: it's a power play, to be honest with you. There's nothing else. You're specific. right. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. YouTube's fucked
0: him over for the longest time.
1: It's a, it's a censorship is, issue, also, right? Like, if you told us that, listen, guys, you're you on can hubba- say this. You, you're can on hubba- this. you can't say this or you can't say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and curtail you know how we want to express ourselves on this platform uh, of course if it's like obscenities and like hate speech and stuff like that then yeah you don't I deserve mean, a voice i mean
0: no most of the time uh, joe was pulled off was for showing youtube videos so he on would that. play youtube videos on his podcast and then they pull him off So that was like a huge deal for him. But I love the fact
2: that he started it. And that's what I think is so pure about It's because he didn't start it with expectation. I I don't like right now, you're seeing across the world. uh, I love the fact that podcasts are getting a lot of attention. But what I don't necessarily like right now is that, um, you know, with the attention that's coming to it right now, people are sort of creating it not necessarily for the same right reasons that they would create it, you know, sort of what they once created. I mean, um, Joe Rogan created it back in the day as an outlet. He was And, cathartic. you know, I think Joe Rogan is still running it for the exact same reasons he started. Yeah, yeah he, is, he is. He is. He wanted to talk to new and interesting people. Um, yeah. He got to do that. in this. You know? he, he, he did a bunch of different things. So he found it cathartic. Same thing with Bill Burr. He just, he found it. He thought it was a fantastic way to actually work on material. Because he he constantly sort of got to understand who his fans were. Because the most ardent fans would be the ones that would write into him. The mm-hmm. same thing with like uh, creators like Aaron Mankey and Richard McLean Smith. All of these guys that are known for podcasting are purists in the medium. It's mm-hmm. because they fell in love with the the process. They fell in love with the medium. I I am not I am not enamored by the fact that Obama is starting a podcast with the Kardashians are starting a podcast. Yeah. That yeah. podcast, consumption of that podcast, is gonna be like a a very nice, good bell curve because people will never be able to disassociate those individuals from what they are. What they are, yeah. Hmm. You, you see, um, and and that's what was so wonderful about the this, about all of these sorts of creators because they are podcasters first, or it's at least you know they are not creating a podcast because they know that they're going to be getting a check at the end of the month. They create a podcast as an outlet. Uh, mm-hmm. and as 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 content creators in that regard. And that's why their content is so fantastic. That's why that content does better than any other. It's so, pure. Yeah, it's pure. Of course, it's like anything else, man, with Marvel signing in and, and starting podcasts and things like that happening. It's gonna get you know, the sort of needed attention into this space. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the same that creators are gonna be creating for the same sort of um intentions that they created, say, a year ago, two years ago. Um, and and I, I I hope that that's maintained going forward. I hope the beauty of this space is what's maintained going forward.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Like even now, I, I guess in the la- like you said, in the last four months, there would have been, I don't know, dozens of new podcasts all over the world. Like everybody has time on their hands. A
0: big and- demand for it, man.
1: Yeah, there was no, I mean, content in terms of regular content, content on TV, whatever is not there. So, but okay. I think it, it they'll get weeded out, man, because you know, we've been doing this for a few months now and it takes time to do it. It takes time to sit there, uh, make organize the whole thing, do it, have a conversation, have the ability, uh, and keep it interesting, man. So, for well, us at the same
0: time, we told. I mean, we had decided very early on that this is not like a stressor. Yes. Yeah. Like in this side becoming work, oh, we
1: would yeah. stop. You yeah. Know,
0: it's like,
1: not, it's not worth we're that. Not looking
0: that way. We're not, we're just trying to have a conversation with
2: people. That's no, literally I, it. It. I mean, if you think about it, there's like, there are already terms for this. So there's pod fading. Um, so, you know, pod fading is, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys, are you guys familiar with it? No, so, no, Where people get super excited and they start creating their podcasts, but, um, after a certain amount of time, they can't keep up the tempo of making that podcast. We had
0: this, and in fact, I, you had mentioned this to me, uh, yeah. you had basically told me, Oh, listen, calm down, slow down, mm-hmm. put one out a week. And we recently have switched to one a week. Ah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Otherwise it gets stressful. And also like you feel forced to be creative.
2: That's yeah. So now
0: we're good for almost two months. Yeah, Uh, Just shooting them out once a week. So
1: We got lined up, recorded. We got them recorded. We keep them. And uh, it it definitely has to be like a relaxing thing, man. Like we, like Ashwin and I work together, for instance. Mm. And we generally don't get a chance to have a conversation. This Mm. allows us to have a conversation. And we bring in somebody. So now in the last, I would say about 80, 90 days since we've done this, we've had about 20 unique guests and everybody's from a slightly different point of view, bent of mind, um, skill set, whatever background. And for us, I think it's been super fascinating and eye-opening that how other people think, what they're doing, you know, uh, I think that's the core of what we are trying to do with this podcast. I suppose is just like expand on the information that already exists, but it's just pocketing.
2: Honestly, I actually have, I mean, I often say this to my wife. I say that everybody has like about 10 minutes of pre-prepared bullshit in them. You know, yeah. <laughs> have, dude, we
1: know we, have, we, lots. we, we have lots, these. no,
2: no, <laughs> we've discussed these people at length. Yeah, I know. So like, I think like everybody has like seven, eight questions that they've already prepared answers for. And when you go for, when you go for parties, you're essentially it's just same crap,
1: same spout yeah. and over
2: and again. And over going through, yeah, you're, you're essentially going through a, a recitation. Everybody just reciting, prepared, <laughs> right? But that's
1: also a lot of posturing. It's yeah.
2: Advanced show and tell. That's what you
1: know, is. like with this, there the can't be posturing. because like everyone's at home, everyone's doing their thing. It's who um, I want.
2: Yeah, it's who I want to be perceived as yeah um that's literally all it is you know and that's that it's not who you are at all and it's it's completely pre prepared and it's it this the worst is like what are you doing uh what are you doing now and what i love about a podcast <laughs> is if you run a podcast for long enough i mean after 10 15 minutes suddenly people will start faltering if they only want to go with you know sort of pre prepared bullshit um yeah. and that's and that's what i love about it I, I think you get to the sort of core of who an individual is and that, and even if that person is shy or is scared to show that side of them, it's much more interesting. Even if it's a bitchy person underneath that facade, that bitchy person is ten times more interesting than that fucking facade.
0: Yeah, I agree. Fair, Nobody fair wants point. that shit, man. Yeah, and like I'm the number one call outer of this of these kind of people. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I have no filter, so like I. Yeah, Literally, Mohit also I, has zero. I, unfortunately, I thought I, like, I
0: was bad. I thought I was bad, dude. This guy but, is like, like. Okay, so the difference <laughs>
1: basically is I try not to be hurtful intentionally, just accidental, whereas Ashwin is hurtful on purpose.
0: No, if I want that's, to be hurtful, I'm hurtful. That's it.
1: Yes, so I'm, I'm not hurtful. I try not no, no, but
0: Mohit accidentally hurts people yeah, and not, is that, unaware of it that, until that, I
1: bring that's, it up that's a days
2: later. But switching.
1: Yeah, sorry, Gautam, you were saying.
2: I think the so the, and the difference between you guys and me is that if it gets out of hand, you guys can still kick the shit out of the person that you hurt. I can't do that.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I you know, more, not... more, more than I was starting a company recently, and
0: more it's like, are you okay with some, some document? I was like, yeah, if it, I mean, even if I'm not and you fuck with me, I'll come and kill you, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: like that's literally in our job description <laughs> murder is a, uh no let's not say that but anyway um so Gautam, i i wanted to bring up something from 2018 you were on the forbes 30 under under 30 list right yeah um so how did that impact so your ex-
0: explain what that is first what exactly sure, sure. is
2: Forbes 30 under 30 and Follow-up question, what? The list that I'm not, I don't deserve to be on at all, to be honest with you. Like, but I, it's just a list, fucker. Ridiculous, no. I'm not, <laughs> but like, but the thing is that it's, um, it's basically 30 people across, like I think five categories um, okay. in, in Asia uh, that are sort of making uh, sort of waves or or making sort of significant moves in in the spaces that they're in and it's it the work that they're doing you know sort of um is outside of just sort of benefiting them personally i think that's one big factor that they look at it it, okay. it needs to be altruistic to a certain degree um at least that's what i think it's very cool because what they do is they uh, have um summits Um, and you have about four summits a year and you can choose which ones to go It helps with networking and stuff. Not just networking. It actually helps a lot with perspective and it actually like, Mm, yeah, that's true. Anybody that has a sense of like inflated sense of self, um, I mean, you can go there and have it completely broken down because however much of a baller you think you are, however great you think you are, however bright you think you are there are at least 500 people there that are way brighter than you or way better than you at any metric that you already sort of battled yourself,
0: yourself to. Yeah.
2: And I think, I think that's, I mean, it's, um, if, uh, if, be, if hubris or like sort of pride is your like fatal flaw, it's, it's wonderful for that. If, if you need to sort of get inspired or you constantly need to be surrounded by a, a set of people that keep you invigorated, it's great for that too. I mean, you, when I, I went for the first sum, the my first summit, I, I was meeting people that were sending probes to like Ganymede or preparing the sending of probes to Ganymede or like I was talking to people that have saved 100,000 people from, you know, sex trade. Um, and, you know, I, and at the end of that, when they're like, so what do you do? I was like, I, make, I, I, I have a podcast platform. So I feel like I'm super proud of what I do. Ganymede yeah. is like Jupiter, right? Yeah, one of the moons of Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing is, my problem statement, while I like live and breathe it, and I, I like it keeps me up at night, and what my problem statement is, the fact that, like, despite the fact that audio content is um, language agnostic, I mean, anybody with, even if you're speaking Tamil, or you're speaking Telugu, or you're speaking Hindi, or Marathi, or Bengali, you're just as able to create it, as anybody that's speaking in English. Mm-hmm. And you're just as able to consume. And there it. will be people listening, yeah. Yeah, that's not the same with other media formats. And I find that so special. The second thing that I find so special about it is that, like, it's uh, literacy agnostic. I don't need to have passed a particular grade to create fantastic content. I don't need to be, have passed a particular grade to listen to, to consume
1: it either, yeah.
2: And then, like you just mentioned, it's not very capital intensive either. So it's not language agnostic. It's sorry. It is language agnostic. It's literacy agnostic. It's capital agnostic. Our keyboards that we're looking at right now, favor a particular language or they favor a particular, um, they they favor the sort of, you know, your, 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 your Roman sort of uh, lettering. Uh, English. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) With, uh, with, uh, now, despite all of these things, the, what what sort of keeps me up at night and my problem statement is despite the fact that it has all of these amazing skill set or, or attributes about it, it's still fucking hard to make a podcast and the problem is it's a, it's a tech there are technological barriers to make a podcast, and that's it it's just software intensive right.
0: I mean it's not anymore thanks to Hubhopper
1: hopper yeah, so, super so easy guys' to go to be podcast banana. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it though? It, it's not very hard, is it? It is, it is pretty easy. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, it's up to you how much, like you said, how much editing you want to do, how much all that. That's,
2: no, but you've done that, dude. Good job but if, uh, perception-wise, people do still think it's very hard. Like when they think about making a video, they still think it's a lot easier. When they think about writing something, they still think it's easier. And that's, that's something that we need to break going forward. So that keeps me... So, and for me, when I sort of, I've inflated this problem to be a very, very large, problem, and I do believe because I, again, like I said, I think that it has the ability to impact education, primary industry, like imagine like hundreds and thousands of farmers being able to even them.
1: politics, like
2: Wait, a, politics. you finished? 100,000 farmers being able to like imagine disseminating, uh, like Crop based information to 100,000 farmers where they're all being able to understand what you're saying to them. You're basically bringing radio back. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: know.
2: yeah. The thing. Sorry, yeah.
0: finish. Sorry, sorry, sorry,
2: finish. No, I mean, like, even with education, for example, like, for us, we teamed up with this company called Shiksha and we converted all class six to class 10, like, CBSE content into audio form because, and when we saw consumption taking place, you started to like, it was like a very pivotal and important moment because we were seeing somebody in a tier three city in a particular state, uh, revising their content by listening to a podcast and the, the quality of that content did not degrade, you know, as people went from tier one to tier two, to, to tier three. And we found that like super beautiful and it's not sort of been that that's the it's that hasn't been scratched yet in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's, why- no, but
0: that's brilliant, dude, because I have a,
2: uh, there's a, there's a,
0: uh, one of our employees at the Academy. Um, so his kids obviously haven't been able to go to school since this COVID situation started. And today he was telling me that everything they do now is online. Yeah. Um, but I can only imagine that the people who don't or can't afford, um, any sort of education uh, if they were to be able to listen to this free of cost that would be a legit life change on a grassroots level grassroots level and uh, i mean that's ridiculous to that even thought of this
1: yeah that's pretty cool man and uh, these uh, shiksha abhiyan is what you said right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Are- own
0: the school by the way mohit's parents and family own a school Just <sighs> saying
1: No, I was just looking at it on the Hubhopper website. Looks pretty cool. And this is in Hindi and English, or is this just English?
2: No, it's Hindi and English. It's Hindi.
1: Perfect, perfect, perfect. We were looking for something like this, man. I will definitely share it with uh, some of our school admin and stuff. Like, I had no idea. Um, We're always looking for creative ways to disseminate the content. And one of the issues, in fact, that has come up as a result of all this online education over the last few months is that parents are constantly complaining about the excess screen time. Now where kids were using their phones and devices, three, four hours for entertainment and leisure. Now, now work is, yeah, like school hours is mandatory, like three, four hours. So, uh, you know, this might be a pretty handy solution to some of the younger classes. I, I thank you for that, man. That's really cool.
2: No, thank you, man. I actually, I'm, I'm super jealous. I wish I could have like studied English or Macbeth and stuff like that back in school. Well, hell yeah.
1: I, I hate yeah. to read. But yeah. if somebody could read me the story, I would love it.
2: Yeah, yeah. One hundred. All love that. Uh,
1: dude, um,
0: what is the next question? Um, I don't see a sports category on Habam. What the hell?
1: there is we are in sports and recreation there some.
0: that's we should there should be an exclusive one for us man come on <laughs> there, there is there is at, at least at least okay fine, fuck all that at least promote your own the podcast we put with you on 100% man I've been
1: waiting. <laughs> no, now he's yeah. going to put us in the accelerator program speaking of <laughs> its perfect segue, tell me yeah. about the Apple Accelerator program. So you have a very high rating for your all your applications, whether it's the web app, play Store or uh, on iTunes. So how did you get picked up for the drive No, no, I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> The real way business is done, kids. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, so, uh, so Apple's actually very helpful. I mean, they're, they're great because in Bangalore, in Yalanka they have a… What
0: phone Apple. do you use, Gautam?
2: Uh, Apple, man. <laughs> 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 You're full of shit. Yeah, go ahead. No. <laughs>
1: I I'll edit it. Don't worry. Phone.
2: No, we're, we're, we're integrated into Samsung more deeply. Uh, ah. not but that's why I actually love Samsung, to be honest with you. Um, so no, with with Apple, they actually have an accelerator out of uh, Bangalore, and it's it's quite a uh, it's quite a amazing model because um, anytime you need assistance with uh, UI UX product uh, sort of uh, rollout plans, uh, you sort of wanna run things by them. they they're, they're always there and sort of they're working at building sort of the the quality of products coming out of this ecosystem, out of the startup ecosystem. So like they've been super instrumental and very helpful when it comes to HubOper because anytime we've been at a crossroads ourselves, I mean, they've helped us with human interface guidelines. They've also helped us with rollouts. They've constantly sort of um, had our back through through the entire process of building hubopper and, and sort of kept us, kept us in the straight and narrow because as you can imagine, like when you have a tech team and you're building a product line out, I mean, um, it's amazing in one hand, but it's also you in, an, in another in another way, it's also like um, sky is the limit. You can decide to make whatever the hell you want. You Absolutely. have to which feature you want to make, and you have to see whether there's, there's value in it for you or not. And uh, when you're a single founder, um, I mean, I'm talking about earlier days because now at Apporbit Touchwood, um, there are much brighter people than me making these decisions on what's going to happen in the product and not. Uh, but in the earlier days of Hapoppa, they were, Apple was a fantastic sounding board because I would say that this is what I'm planning for our next rollout or this is what I'm planning for our next set of releases and they'd call, call bullshit on it and they'd say, you're pretty much, you're doing this for you. You're not doing this for the users at all. Mm. And, um, and it happened a bunch of times we'd go there and they'd pretty much rip apart an entire, uh, rollout plan with designs, with, uh, like, um, uh, logic
1: behind it and, and then we'd work on it together with that. Okay. So but, how do you that, huh go ahead words? No, um no just having worked in tech, I can imagine that would be a little frustrating also for your guys. Uh where, you know, if you put in all this effort to actually build the plan for what it is that you're going for I mean, the next for the phase. No, yeah. no. It takes a lot, man. Lot a lot of resources being uh, used to make the plan and then going to Apple and then being told that no, 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 no this, this doesn't work.
2: I'm glad. At least it's an ally like telling you to fuck off and saying no to you. Because yeah. very often you also, I mean, it's not people with, with great intentions for you uh, that are being harsh. So in that regard, like I think it, it uh, gave us slightly tougher skin uh, earlier on.
0: How do you guys, um, I mean, there's a question which I have not only for your app, but for a lot of apps. I mean, I know that you can. There's some money probably coming in through ads and ad space. And notice, there's very little ad space, or even ads running on your app. But how do you guys monetize from here? Because it's a free app. How do you guys actually
2: make money, man? Um, bribes. No, I'm joking. So I will tell you. Uh, so do you, you ask for them, or you Pod, bribe them and get money baby, back. Podcast promotion. This conversation's about you uh, want to. You want to get featured. <laughs>
1: Contact us. There's a little thing there that says,
2: "Contact us for more promotion for paid promotion. You know, To be honest with you, uh, Ashwin, it's actually, um, and this is one thing that I really love about audio is that you don't have to fuck up a product or you don't have to make it look hideous, but you can still monetize quite effectively because, uh, especially with audio or an audio first platform, your ads don't sit inside uh, the. Uh, Uh, in in a display form inside the application that are actually inside the audio itself. So like they are pre-rolled into the audio, mid-rolled into the audio, post-rolled into the audio. Uh, And wherever somebody is listening to it, they're getting that without uh, having to sort of deal with the, um, with an explosion of advertising. So like, I mean, all of us already are so familiar with brands like ZipRecruiter and Squarespace and, uh, you know, like... uh, Wix or 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 whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we have a sponsor, go, man. Go, Daddy. Yeah, go, Daddy. Dollar shape. And the thing is, you you still you're not as like you're not as put off by listening to those ads as you would otherwise be in 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 visual form. So I think audio is kind of unique in that regard. Um, but also, I think like when we do integrate with companies, like for example, when we go and we sort of build out a. Uh, uh, Yeah, when we go and build out an audio experience for a particular, let's say, phone manufacturer. Um, Now, they don't necessarily have the internal competence. They have the internal competency, but we've just been doing it for a while. So, like, they come to us and say that this is exactly the specs that they want. This is the type of genre and the content that they want. And this is the sort of um, experience and whatever that they want. So, we build out the entire sort of listening experience for them and that further enhances our own nexus and web of consumption it makes the 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 uh, podcaster happy and it also makes the the uh, sort of uh, company on the other side it gives them a new it's mutually network.
1: beneficial right yeah,
2: yeah. so that's, that's 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 a fairly dominant way that uh, uh, monetizing monetization takes place in this way so it's quite cloak and daggers like that and then there're uh, quite a few others man where if you're making like uh, particular original shows, if those shows are getting commissioned, um, if you guys are sort of doing podcast promotions, all of that. But those are sort of smaller in nature. Right. And
1: uh, what would you say? One like second Mohit. The...
2: Uh, I would like to give a shout out
0: to our sponsors. Oh, yeah,
1: please, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, if you guys are interested in buying any fightwear in India, uh, go to 411fightwear.com. That's numbers number is 411 fightwear.com of follow them on Instagram, same angle. Go ahead,
1: yeah. what? Yeah, um, I Our finger, <laughs> finger tape, thanks. Oh,
0: finger tape, yeah. They're max also now, dude.
1: I completely lost my train of thought and the question I had for our guest <laughs> while you were doing the shameless plug for our 200. It's a
0: perfect segue bro, come on. Uh, I, Dude, I really like the fact <laughs> Uh, Gautam, I have a question for you man I and mean, this is more like I need some, I need some advice. Uh, so we obviously, we are all, only audio and uh, because we have radio faces, let's be honest. And we weren't thinking of getting onto YouTube or any actual video thing. Do you think we should make that switch or do it the way we are currently?
2: No, no, it should be audio first to video. Uh, don't don't uh,
1: rush the video.
2: Yeah, don't don't go video first. Do not go video first because this this that, that space is far too. Um, no, no. Uh, I I mean, I'm asking you if we should make that switch at all.
1: Eventually, no, maybe. As
2: well. Yeah, yeah. As, as drivers of traffic, back to audio. So, like, you should have audiograms. Yeah, that makes sense. You should have audiograms. Like, mm. like, uh, it's 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 very important. Those audiograms should not be longer than thirty seconds or two minutes or something like that, whether essentially, like like you find with your Joe Rogan experience on, on, uh, on YouTube. It's mm-hmm. very important uh, to have this because um, it's any way that you can sort of uh, widen the funnel of your listenership, I think is super important. I think if you aren't running advertisements on your podcast, but you have a budget to do it, <laughs> You run advertisements on your podcast. If you've got your own website, if you've got your own website where you are getting traffic, you should add a podcast plugin or I don't know whether you guys have made your own podcast uh, a microsite.
1: site. On have Hubhopper, guys, yes, of course.
2: But i have done that. So like there are quite a few, you know, sorts of things that you should be doing in in my opinion. Not you specifically. Anybody,
1: specifically, yeah, yeah.
2: In getting their podcast out. Like I'll give you an, one example of a trick that you guys should use. Uh, not a trick that most people know when you guys get and I'm not saying for me at all when you guys get <laughs> a, <laughs> <laughs>
1: take yeah, as yeah. many as you got <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, But um, when you guys get a guest on right um, and don't do this with me please uh, when they promote the podcast ask them if you can boost their uh boost you, the post that they put up on their social platforms so let's say they put it up on what because you're reaching completely new set of people because otherwise what's essentially happening is when you keep doing it from your own platform you're essentially reaching the same, the same uh, people same over and over market. again yeah oh and, shit and, yeah there then you may get uh an entirely new very like uh you had, you get very nice conversions and very, very sticky conversions with, with, with a method like that. If you're spending 300 bucks, 500 bucks, um, you know, asking somebody, is telling them, can I please boost, <laughs> boost your...
0: A post yeah. of yours, yeah.
2: Yeah. And people will be super down. Why
0: would, yeah. Why wouldn't they? No, uh, no. I mean, okay. That answers part of my question. My main question was like, we are not too inclined to make this like releasing full video podcast. So like clips, I get. We're already doing that a bit on Instagram. Uh, do you think we should be releasing like 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 I mean like you see all over YouTube complete podcasts? No.
1: I I think the model has also changed. What I'm seeing now on YouTube is that people are sharing ten minutes of their own podcast. So even I don't know Gautam, yes. if you've seen Andrew Schultz. Uh, he's a comedian. So even, so they do 10 minute clips where they're talking about something inflammatory in their one and a half hour podcast. Bait, but, yeah. uh, but then even London Reel is doing the same thing, Ashwin. Uh, London Reel is
0: a legend. They do oh, one hour traffic to his website. And exactly. then if you
1: want to catch the rest of the episode and the full discussion, yes. then you go to our website, pay us a dollar and you can listen to Oh, no, it's, it's free. It's
2: free. It's free. You
0: just driving traffic. Oh yeah. Or give yeah. you an email and go to your website. I would
2: definitely why I tell you why I don't suggest doing the full video, because the thing is, then you start playing with confusing metrics at your end and it starts messing with your head because a listener, a stream is not the same as a view. Um, Absolutely. So now what will start happening is if you start putting out your same podcast out in two different platforms, even when you go to brands later, also in your own head, you will then start equating a view, which happens very differently than a, than a stream. Um, yeah. You know, and, and and then you'll immediately start skewing skewing towards a platform that's not necessarily native to what your uh, what you're trying to create over here, and that's when it starts getting a bit messed up because even if you're not necessarily uh, intentionally trying, problem is when you're just looking at one number, cumulative number, and another cumulative number. It's 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 natural for you to sort of. Uh, Add the two of them. That's why I think your, your, the video OTT platforms use them like crazy. Mm. But use them as drivers to your mainstay. Which is, which is what, uh, which is what you guys currently have.
0: No, that does answer my question. Um, Because we weren't too keen and especially for me, I, very seldom do I actually sit down and watch a podcast. Chances are I'm only going to be listening to them. So, I don't think, I think there a lot of stress also, right? When well, it's video
1: quality and all that crap comes into it. Yeah. I mean, it's much harder to produce anyway. Like you need upload space, you need a fast internet connection. You need access from YouTube. Then there's a lot of whole host of community guidelines and all to do. So like also very unorthodox. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> fuck that. Like eventually if it does really well, if you know, uh, God willing, then we'll get a studio, then we'll do it properly and all that shit. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a different thing then. That's a whole, you know, new element. It's to it,
0: completely different. Yeah. Right now the uh, point
1: is to have good conversation with some super interesting people. Which dude, I think, so yeah,
0: Gautam, how, is, how are you like, I mean, well. you're CEO of Harbour. How are you working right now? Are you working
2: from home? Are you, are you back in the office? What's so the I've scene with you? Office actually. Um, I started going back to office. Uh, about two weeks ago, I was losing my mind at home, man. I essentially, like, I was, I think I was telling you, Ashwin, like <laughs> I, these four walls of the house, like, they they were getting to me in the way that, like, I started, like, have you been in uh, Castaway with, with, uh, yes, yes, no, yes,
0: yes, yes. yeah,
2: yeah, same thing with me, like, I'd named my, uh, my people, my, <laughs> my chair. He renamed his wife. Wilson <laughs> He's actually married to a Rita Wilson. <laughs> yeah. No so I I wanted to sort of get out I, I'm being as uh, sort of careful as possible. I'm not asking the team to necessarily come if they can uh, then that's that's great if they're not feeling comfortable uh, and if they like have to be in compromising scenarios or like come in public transport then absolutely not. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, so no my personal decision to go and I don't live with my uh, sort of uh, folks and on my grandparents. I don't necessarily interact with anybody on my way to office or within office itself. So I'm I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: just he's just exempted himself from all yeah. possible. That,
1: but that's cool, man. That's some CEO CEO shit. Like he's going, doing his work, telling everybody, "Be safe. You will be paid as long as you do your fucking work. I don't mm-hmm. care where you do it from. Just do your goddamn work."
2: I yeah man but i uh, i do i do miss i do miss like the off i i and i'm sure you guys do too like well, more than, I mean, who we don't, I don't
1: train with? anymore allegedly
0: bro it's hard bro like uh. training
1: in like we don't even wanna get into it right now it's it's <laughs> probably the worst conditions we've trained in in a long time in yeah like 8 to 10 years man like I would say so how Um, do you guys
2: guys train what do you guys do Um. so we right
0: now have I mean we've rented a spot where we have laid out mats that's all we need actually for our training we just need mats right and it's open air. So I mean with the weather we have right now you can understand how and
1: construction happening right next door and dust flying in. Mosquitoes, mosquitoes
0: flies and after dark moths.
1: Oh and so, wall wall is breaking
0: moths, and there's pillars, and no showers and then no showers. showers. So um it's miserable
2: right now, but what <laughs> do we like, have? All of us all of us uh, will romanticize this phase like crazy. No. like like 20 30 years from now i if i make it out
1: yeah i oh, think we, we, we might <laughs>
2: succumb this is to like our- that that phase in the movie where there's a lull you know like like
1: <laughs> dude this is not the lull this is the ending what are you this talking is the ending about of the this- movie <laughs> the great depression is here the asteroid is hitting us man like this is it <laughs> like no no i'm, I'm just being uh, over dramatic i'm not
0: yeah yeah a
2: bat but- entered my house the other day like it was Fucking terrifying! Fucking literally, I am the castaway movie, dude. That's what happens
0: when he gets into the cave, dude.
1: That's that. That's that COVID coming for you. <laughs> they're, sending, <laughs> they're sending fucking bats. See, the, they're like, fuck all this community bats. transmission. You
2: and it's crazy. The like in a moment like that, suddenly, suddenly, like it, like expected that the guy needs to be the one to sort of take charge. <laughs> so then everybody else fucking runs. And you are you sort of standing there th- like and it comes naturally you just oh, yeah, have to you just know that you it, now it's your time you have to do this um, and in that moment like there's no ambiguity there uh, you know <laughs> yeah so oh, i uh, how is mansha doing man how is she dealing with this she's good man she's a trooper i have a i'm super um, lucky because she's a very sort she, of lucky optimistic. Did she just walk into the room yeah, you can see me looking like this. No? <laughs> you know, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm. You're hearing me say it. <laughs> but
1: uh, so one thing Ashwin and I have spoken about at length is um, I, so I got married in December and I was pretty lucky that I got locked down with my wife. Like I've had a great time being locked down with her. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm. I, and Ashwin was complaining about the fact that he could not get locked down with just his significant other, but like is with the whole family and so everyone has had a very different experience for this lockdown. How has it been for you?
2: So the first couple of months, I think were, they were they were really nice to be honest, man. Because we, I mean, we didn't have any help at home either. So like, I think if there's, it's like a boot camp for getting to know your significant other in a way that like you would have never, I so 100%, 100% and
1: exactly.
2: also. Yeah. So it's like Shutter Island in your own head as well. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. I think it's cool on a bunch of different fronts. I think you also realize, uh, you like when the sort of the hamster wheel stops spinning, you also get a little bit of perspective and you realize what drives you, what's important for you, the friends that you Want to sort of be around the friends that you opt to or choose to be around, or like, you know, like it gives you much needed perspective. This is obviously coming from a place of like huge privilege that I'm talking about, uh, you know, because I'm I'm getting to sort of have these, uh, um, I'm 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 you know sort of in a position, touch wood, that I'm being able to sort of have these questions and think about these things and not 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 struggling. Worry like, like,
1: about the basic necessities of life. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Your, we get your that. Master's hierarchy of means. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's. I think uh, I would say the first couple of months were great in that regard. I think by month three, month four, I just started getting a little restless being at home. I just wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's a lot of the not knowing of when this fucking shit. That is it. it. If you tell me
0: it's end of the year, <laughs> I'll fucking own it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that in itself is a recipe for things like anxiety because anxiety is what it's a, like fear of the unknown. It's fear of the future. It's fear of like, um, you know, sort of, uh, things going wrong, um, in, in a bunch of different ways and any once,
1: set of options happening that you have no control over is your anxiety. Exactly.
2: And when you're, when you're in a scenario in which you're literally stripped away of any sense of control, it's a, it's a recipe for like, you know, panic anxiety and things like that. And, I think it's times like that that you need your sort of friends along with you and you need people not to be fucking naysayers. I'll tell you that. So, which is another reason why I'm like, not, I'm saying go for it. Fucking jump. Uh, advice givers. Yeah. Advice givers. None of that shit. Endless amounts of them. What makes you it's happy? Ridiculous. Like I'll give you a really funny, uh, I'll tell you one story, which uh, Ashwin, you don't know. When I just started with Hapapa, at like I mean, you had a lot of haters in the beginning. I mean, not that you guys guys have fucking been killing it for years. I'm giving you a completely unrelated story. Um, I remember when I... One of the most irritating things for me was when I would speak to people and they would ask me, like, about my team. I was the only one in my team. Um, Now, I wanted to solve that problem really quickly. uh, But I didn't know how to solve it. Like, I mean, I remember... Like a few months down the line, when I actually had to hire my first programmer, I didn't know how to program myself. So imagine hiring somebody, but not knowing which questions to ask them, or what not knowing when they gave you back the answers whether the answers were correct. I've literally gone through like interview processes, reading, and not knowing what the fuck is right or wrong with the question. But in the early days when I was just me. In a bar, the way I tried to solve this problem, was, <laughs> this was the one thing that was scaring me a lot. I didn't want to be perceived as being so alone. And that was a big fear, fear point for me. So I wanted to like change that up. The two things that I did, I actually immediately started calling my brother, my co-founder. Mm. Um, so that immediately, like I was not alone anymore. And my brother who like was a lot older than me, lot more intelligent than me lot more qualified than me suddenly gave me a sense of credibility i even if, and i asked him and he was completely cool with it. he even came with me for a couple of meetings just because and he was a user trooper of mm-hmm. the second thing that i did was um i didn't want people to ask me so many fucking questions and keep giving me advice on what i need to do next so i created like a team of six people and they weren't real people they were email addresses and uh, and essentially entire personalities. Um, <laughs> your other personalities. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so when people would message me or mail me in the early and because people You're like complete like, role. Yeah, snap judgment, right? The so they like, So they'd mail me and they'd say blah blah blah, want to know about this. So I'd say, Yeah, let me send let me like refer you to my like person leading partnerships. That person would get a mail, which is again me, I would answer that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, yeah, it was really funny because I remember I would, some. I clearly had too much time on my hands Still do in the way that I, I would So I would use Arial when I would write mails just so that people wouldn't catch on i use Georgia when somebody else would write a mail. <laughs>
1: Dude, that is some psycho level shit. Let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> you
2: have just
1: one
0: guy typing in bold italics. You have yeah. my full respect. <laughs> <laughs> all, one team. guy in all caps. All caps. Uh, no, but uh, that brings me to my next question, man. Uh, so, at this point, and please tell me the truth, uh, what is your team like? How many guys are working for you? Patricia? It's still just me. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> It's always been me. No, seriously, tell me, come on. That twenty-five people. So you have twenty-five people and um so now I have a few questions from a leadership point of view. Mm. Um so how do you uh how does one manage I mean twenty-five people? You obviously have different, different uh subsection which these guys are divided to they have their own roles and responsibilities but um, as a leader do you do you micromanage all these guys or do they know there's a goal and these guys are
2: working on their own how does it work for your company so I, I used to micromanage a lot and then like letting go and learning to delegate is like some is is, is fucking art I find that so much harder than, than my like anything else uh, you know uh, Um, I think uh, I'm very lucky because a lot of the people that I'm working with are a lot brighter than me. What I do uh, in terms of managing my days, I mean, for the last four years now, I start by essentially writing down everything that I've got to do that particular day and also writing down my ongoing list. So I've essentially got like these things that aren't um, necessarily things that I have to solve today, but they're ongoing activities for me. I've I've filled in what um, more than 30, 30 books with writing this every single day and it gave me a lot of clarity and focus because if I was approaching every day ad hoc that wouldn't fly for me at all. I also have now broken up my day as you can see. My day is sort of it's broken up in
1: this way. So for the listeners who can't see, he's got, he's, he's got just pulled out a whiteboard with his day, day
0: schedule with like hour intervals
1: in it. <laughs> from 8am to 10pm. I
0: mean, there was a point there where it said take
2: massive dump from 8 to 9am. <laughs> <a>. <laughs> but That's a little I too detailed for to 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 me. Uh, that's actually delegation to my team. I actually asked them to do this. <laughs> 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 it's you no know, weird requirements of working in our box. Um, no, but uh, that's interesting that you said that you used to micromanage and that you've. Now... A lot of structure uh, that I try to put in. Um, I try to not approach any day ad hoc. I, I mean, you, um, I, in terms of being a leader, um, I think I. centralized command. Yeah, 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 but I mean that's function. But in terms of in terms of leadership, what I try to do, and I'm I've got a long ways to go. Is um, when I'm shitting bricks or when I'm terrified as hell I, that's my that's my thing and that's I, for my team and for the team it's uh, because there's already so many things to worry about it's constant it's attempt to constantly positively reinforce it's an attempt to constantly make them feel good I don't believe berating helps anybody I think that makes uh, people run really fast for a very short period of time and then collapse mm-hmm. I think uh, I agree you know trying to build people up constantly um, very, very lucky to see that um, a lot of people that I mean, on average, have been working with Hubhopper for like two and a half years now. Um, I mean, we've I've lived with people that work uh, that that would work at Hubhopper for about a year, and that's actually why how I learned how to sort of how I learned my way around programming and how I learned my way around product and things like that. It's essentially because. Um, I I wanted to be there for them and in, in doing so they taught me much more than I could ever teach them um, I I mean very quickly well, to give context I am one of the first hires that I had he is uh, this programmer he used to live out of Rotak and he used to come down to Delhi every single day uh <sighs> my train and go back Damn. every single day. Uh, so he'd spend a large amount of time traveling um, and uh, then he would also be uh, philo, so he would be first in last out so he used to always be in office before me and, and leave office after me, I didn't know this for the first fucking 4 months of him being at Habobo and when I found out um, I was super taken aback, I was super inspired I and then I asked him to move in and the thing was I was living uh, I was living alone but I was living on the second floor of my grandparents house at the time so I actually smuggled him into the house um, and then he lived in uh, my house for the next year um, and we'd sort of, and, and we'd sort of work through the days, through the nights, not really get anywhere, not get far. Um, my, my grandparents were super happy because suddenly I had a big appetite because I was eating. <laughs> 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 Did they think was you were just pregnant.
1: smoking weed?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would, I mean, that was actually what I was, I'm not smoking pot, but I was smoking shisha and drinking and it was fantastic. I mean, it was bonding. It was like a like a bonding exercise, like never before. Like I remember when work got too much for him, we'd actually organize hackathons and like hustle because we would get programmers to come to the house hmm. and we would come up with a, a task. All right. In a, and in a hackathon, it's supposed to be a random task that you're supposed to do.
0: Right. Um,
2: and, uh, and I'm sure you already know this, but it's a, and, and then at the end of anybody completing a task, we'd sort of, Give them beers or we'd ask them to have a really, shot. Yeah, we essentially like dried them with alcohol, but what they didn't know was they were actually building on like aspects of the old. <laughs> they had no clue. I they just thought we were organizing this hackathon.
1: So let me get this straight you basically paid people in booze.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. For sure. <laughs> we did. No, but uh, again, so that brings me to I got another question, man. So, um are you aware of, well, you mentioned you're a programmer, do you have any idea of the work that these guys do and uh, what the skill entails, programmers, like what they do? And I'm sure that because with most leaders that I, I noticed a trend that they're not really aware of how to do the small jobs. I wouldn't say, I'm not saying programming is a small job. I'm saying, uh, what, this, yeah. Um, Yeah, what, exactly. So what uh, the rest of the team, what job they do, function they do, and how they do it. Um, And I think that's, so do you have any idea of, if you were to have to take over any of the other jobs on the team, would you be able to do it yourself?
2: Uh, Yeah, product is what I do. I still, I still lead product. I lead product. Um, And uh, it's my biggest passion, to be honest with you. Like I'm, I deal with all the other bullshit because I love products so much. I deal with raising money. I do not enjoy it. There are people that enjoy that shit. I hate it. Man, uh, the perks, I, perks of being CEO, man. Yeah, what, I, I mean, for me, the biggest perk is essentially like being able to build a product and uh, you know, localize it to a market in which it hasn't been built before, man. It's honestly about that as cheesy and as contrived as that sounds. No, it is exciting, man. No, it sounds exciting to be honest. It doesn't sound cheesy. Um, uh, so no, so, no. So I, 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 to answer your question, I, you know how people, I, I, I love to dabble in uh, code. I love to um, understand it, read it. It's essentially that for me, I'm, I think the best thing was that I didn't grow up studying it because of the, because I'm always so in awe of it. I'm always so like taken aback by it. I'm always so mesmerized by it because it's like this, like it's this Pandora's box. And every time I, I like try to understand it more, it, it changes a little bit. It's like, it's like that unsolvable Rubik's cube. Now for yeah. some people, for some people, if that's irritating to them, then they shouldn't do it. Like mm-hmm. I, I, and I constantly tell people that are getting into product based like startups. I tell them, listen, if you're not going to enjoy the day to day of this, if you're not going to enjoy the building of the product then don't do this. None of the other shit matters and none of the other shit is, is worth it. None of the other shit is actually fine. This is fun, to me. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, it so sounds
1: exactly like it, it, you could take coding and put Jiu Jitsu in there. That's exactly how it sounds for us. It's a language. It's a Rubik's Cube that's unsolved. Constantly yeah. evolving, moving pieces and you're doing Kautam, it because you want to do yeah, it. Not
0: yeah. was the last time you fired someone.
2: Not too long
0: ago. So I mean that brings me to my next question. How does Gotham Anand fire a person? Because oh. I have recently also had to let somebody go. Um, and I my approach to it was in a very
2: well, I'll tell you after you tell me. Um I've I've done I've done the whole roster, man. Like we've had we've let go of a lot of people in over the years. So I've done the like, you know, sit... Across each other, holding their hands, and like across like a cappuccino, like talking to them for two hours. Um, I've done, you know, the uh, the clean break. Uh, yeah, I've i i never done the get the fuck out sort oh, of thing. Oh no,
1: shit, dude, that's fucking hell of fun.
2: No, 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 I've never done that. I've done the clean break, which is essentially like I've tried to be um, logical. I've, I've delegated it. I've done I've done all of it and like to be honest, there's it's no way to sugarcoat this. Like it sucks. I hate it. It's honestly horrible because like if you're not some sort of sociopath, even if you don't like the person that you're doing. No, it to, still, yeah, yeah. It's something that's I mean, not gonna make that day. It hurts them. Whoever it is. It hurts their self-confidence, even if they didn't like the gig. It still hurts them. And that's what I, I hate about it. Intrinsically I hate the fact that I'm a good guy. I I mean I, I hate I hate the fact that I really feel when I have to do it. I have delegated it as well. And I think I feel. Like <laughs> I yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. So like, I've had
0: to find five, one person and it's, I've been also, again, I've, it's a shitty feeling afterwards and, but I was surprisingly mature about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very. I was very impressed with myself. How um, I was ready for all the shit I was about to receive, but I didn't receive any. But but it went well. It could have been a lot worse. Have you had have any I, temper tantrums? Yeah.
2: of course, of course. So We've you had, had people flip the fuck out. Twenty-five people. Yeah, yeah. We've we've um, we've we've had uh, like weird scenarios, but also both ways. Like we had this one uh, one person that was working at Hubopper that. Uh, that just disappeared, and like um, we never heard from them again. Um, and and it was it was super shady. Like didn't understand why. We've had people lie on their CVs, get caught, and then we've had to let them go. So that's been weird. We've had we've had our share of sort of like a little bit of friction here, and it's one of those things that doesn't get easier with time. It honestly doesn't. Like I, I think the one thing that becomes better is you start to form your own like modus operandi with it. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. that was my next question yeah. yeah and then and then that at least so you know it's gonna suck it's yeah. like hey. no it's almost it's like like can, what no no that sounds very callous I'm what saying, did you say it's like what like hey, I don't know like something that you hate to do but you know uh, uh, what do we hate to do uh, I mean it's basically something like you hate to do but like it's you drilling know, for jitsu guys yeah yeah so like yeah so yeah. yeah, now there's a process in place.
1: Um, HR, HR does the firing now. I remember once uh, somebody, so it's not, I mean, it's partly to do with hiring. So I was working at this startup and in a startup, if you are the leader, you have to do everything, right? Um, so I was taking interviews and I said something to this girl who was super underqualified. I said, you know, you why are you even here? Like you have, there's nothing in your CV that tells me that, you know, you should be here like for the role you're wrong. You can't, you're not good in, you know, sales, this, that, whatever. And she burst out crying and left. And then I got a call from somebody saying that, uh, how can you talk to us like this? How can you talk to her like this? I'll file a case. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I was, You know, literally like it was a long day. It was five in the evening. um, After being there since seven in the morning and just turned out to be a really poorly qualified candidate. And I was just blunt about it. And Mm. maybe I was 23, 24 years old and she was older than me. Okay. Mm. So I just went, I was like, fucking, you know, you're not good at this. Like, get out of here. And I remember that very distinctly as one of those moments where I was like, damn man, like there's people have different kind of hopes and aspirations with these kind of things. Yeah. And you can't be callous when you're doing, uh, you know, like essentially judging them or, uh, judging their performance and stuff like that. You have to take it with a little bit of soft, yeah. I suppose, if you're a good leader.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, like, uh but you also i mean it's really funny cuz you also do have very weird interviews sometimes you got also cut yourself slack because sometimes you have such strange interviews like we had interviews where we had one interview where this guy kept telling me that uh that he had a dream about this like he, like <laughs> through the interview he just kept telling us that he dreamt he 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 was like and he kept like calling deja vu and i don't know what strategy he was <laughs> And and then he like <laughs> he kept saying that he'll work super hard, but we need to promise him. And he kept saying, Promise me that you will not hurt me or take advantage of me. And I'm sitting there, I've never spoken to this guy before. <laughs> Please do not hurt me or, or or take advantage of me. And I'm sitting there feeling mortified because I'm like, fuck, like mm-hmm. am I am I saying something to this guy? Like what? What, like, um, giving off vibes? What vibe am I giving off to this? What, like,
1: past life connection?
2: What kind of vibes am I giving off to this guy? Like, uh, but yeah, I mean, so I, I, in certain points, like, you can't also help it. I mean, yeah, definitely don't be a dick, but sometimes people also do come for interviews and they're just like plain strange, um, <laughs> you know? But, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think that yeah, you're right. In the way that it's one of those times where people are, are are most vulnerable and you should like try your best to like like quiet down that like inner like dick everybody has in them in their heads. Yeah. Um, yeah, know? for sure. Yeah,
0: I also like no matter how much your ego wants to come through and uh you know it's just kick them out the door.
1: People process things differently. And if your ability to process something is slightly better than somebody, um you know, it's not a great idea to be a dick to them for that reason, I I suppose. Um, Cool. Gautam, I think that is a great place to segue towards the end. So do you have any questions for us or any feedback for Ashwin? Yeah, feedback would be useful for Uh, Mohit.
2: Bring bring back his hairline. I think, I think the podcast is awesome. I think what you guys are doing is absolutely great and like um, for somebody that like sees sees a little bit of this, I can tell you that like uh free flowing dialogue based podcasts are rare in this country uh even if people like think that they have dialogue based podcasts unfortunately like, <laughs> if, if, like if it is scripted or it you know people are still putting on um you know putting on like this facade of themselves as we discussed. Um, and I think you guys have a great ability in making, making sure that the person that you guys are talking to feels super comfortable, super at ease. And like, it helps that like me and Ashwin are great friends as well, but like, I've heard it through your episodes. I hear like, there's the first five minutes that are always, I'm not saying with, I can hear that in your episodes, but I'm sure when you're first speaking to somebody, you have to like, like ease them out or like, like, yeah. you know, like feel them out, you know, kind of like calm them down, make them feel like it's a safe space, make them feel like it's okay for them to be them. And mm-hmm. you know, like if they falter, that's okay. Um, and these things come with micro expressions. These things come with like how people are responding to what you're saying. These things come with how the, the hosts themselves are conducting themselves. And I think that you guys are doing a fantastic damn
0: dude the bribes I paid this oh, guy paid off yeah
1: Ashwin marketing you this cheers Ooh,
0: man thanks for doing
1: thank this you so Gautam thank you for the kind words thank you for your time we really appreciate it man thank you
2: so May much very nice
1: meeting you for the first time
2: very
1: nice meeting you next time
2: we'll we we'll meet with yours undoubtedly yeah, coming for, uh, <clears throat>